0: Good morning, and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God. I'm curious, do you ever feel like you need rescued, oppressed, even tormented by the ungodliness around us? Well, today's message is for you. Let's get right into it. We're in 2 Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 4. Let's get into it. Here we go. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell, and committed them to pits of darkness, held for judgment. And if he did not spare the ancient world, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly, and if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to destruction by reducing them to ashes, having made them an example of what is coming for the ungodly, and if he rescued righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the perverted conduct of unscrupulous people, for by what he saw and heard, that righteous man, while living among them, felt his righteous soul tormented day day after day by their lawless deeds, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial." and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment. What a, what a powerful section this is. Of course, the Old Testament was written for our encouragement. The Old Testament was written to give us hope. The Old Testament was written that we might learn from it. And here, uh, Peter gives several examples that God judged angels that had rebelled and cast them into the lowest hell that God warned Noah about a coming flood of destruction upon the ungodly world so that Noah could prepare the ark. Noah, a preacher of righteousness, probably mocked quite a bit as he was building that ark, over 100 years worth of work. As he was building that ark, I'm sure he was mocked quite a bit as he kept warning about a judgment to come. And then even Lot Lot of man who was rescued out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and of course Sodom and Gomorrah are given to us as examples of God's judgment upon the ungodly, and they are they are the, the long-term, the, the forever example of God's wrath and judgment upon people who live selfish, ungodly, sensual, perverted lifestyles, and God rescued him from that, then the Lord knows how to rescue us. Hey, that's the good news. God knows how to rescue His people. And we can be confident that that when we are in danger, when we're in difficult situations, the Lord is aware of our situation, and the Lord has us in His, in His palm of His, His hand. He's got His eye upon us, and He will protect us. Now, I think it is interesting to make several observations here, though, before we look more specifically at his rescue. And that is this. First of all, what a comment about Lot. Lot lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. He chose that when when Abraham and the servants of Abraham and the servants of Lot, Abraham was the uncle of Lot. And they, when the servants and the herdsmen were arguing over which, you know, their, their flocks were going to the same well and the same water, and they were arguing with one another, and there was strife, they decided to separate. And Abraham told Lot, well, you choose wherever you want to go. I'll, I'll go where you don't go. And Lot chose the fertile, beautiful place where there would be lots of plenty of, of water and, and, and land for his sheep to graze. But the people of that area were exceedingly wicked. He put his money and his desire for money, he compromised for the sake of money. And he put his money ahead of, his, of being righteous. And so what happened? When he lived there in Sodom and Gomorrah, his righteous soul was tormented. It was vexed. Day by day, he, he sought to be a good person and having, he chose the money he chose the fertile place and as a result uh, he he was his soul was vexed boy i'll tell you you probably recognize you probably identify with this i would imagine sometimes we we who live here in in america and i know people come from other parts of the world as well but we live here in america we've got an awful lot of financial abundance an awful lot of worldly wealth an awful lot of comfort and yet sometimes our soul can be tormented by the ungodliness that surrounds us the advances being made by by people who are by the immoral the ungodly the perverted the things we read about in the in in you know the news see online all this you know transitioning four year old kids and the way the lgbt has taken such power in our universities and, and elsewhere it can torment us, and we can wonder, Lord, do you know what's going on? Do you have your eye on us? What do we do? How do we get through this? Just last night, dinner with some friends, you know, we're, how, do you, how, how do you relate when you have family members who've, who've gone to college and have rejected everything you've taught them, what you saved up to be able to send them to college? They've rejected that. They've walked away from it. They've rejected God. They've rejected our religion. In many cases, they've they've adopted really perverted lifestyles. How do you handle that? Well, here's our verse, is it not? The Lord knows how to deliver us. And if your soul is vexed, tormented, as was Lot's, righteous Lot, and even though he'd made a bad decision, he chose the abundant place, the financial abundant, even though he knew there was sin there, And sometimes even if we've made a bad choice, and sure enough, our soul will be tormented. doesn't say Abraham's was, but his was, and yet the Lord knew how to deliver him. Well, of course, there was a big cost in his delivery because his wife, she looked back, and looking back was turned into a pillar of salt. What does this mean? Well, it means obviously her heart was back there in Sodom. She, she had become accustomed to the luxury and the abundance and the, what, what Sodom offered. And so even though there was sin there, she didn't want to see it, the destruction that God chose to bring upon it. She looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt. Lot was delivered, but it was not easy. Lot was delivered, but it was not easy. Noah was delivered, but it was not easy. God can deliver us, but it may not be easy. Let's look at how God delivers us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, we read this. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it. Folks, this is the promise of a faithful God. The promise of a faithful God is that with every temptation we face, number one, it won't be beyond what you're able to endure. Sometimes we think, I just can't take anymore. That's not true. You might be stretched to your limit. You might be stretched to the place where you need to call upon God with greater fervor, with greater intensity, with greater focus, but you won't be tempted beyond what you're able, and God will always provide a way of escape because he's faithful. He makes the way for us. He opens doors that aren't there. He provides strength that we don't have. That's what our God does, and with this, we can be encouraged and strengthened we can be blessed have hope have faith never give up never give up never think it's beyond what you can handle never think there's no way out because there is now now god you know god uses trials and temptations and even the struggles of the ungodly and even like i mentioned the situation where how do you handle family members who've rejected the faith and maybe embraced a really perverted lifestyle how do we handle that well again Might God give us wisdom? James chapter 1 tells us, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. And God gives to us without holding back. He gives to us without reproach. He's not upset that we ask Him. In our day and age, with the challenges we face, some of which we've never faced before, things are changing in our world faster than we are comfortable with, that's for sure maybe faster than we've ever seen. And in the midst of that, we must cry out to God for wisdom, understanding, how do we act? There's not a simple answer, but there is a godly answer. And so we look to God for that help and that guidance to know what is the Christian way. And believe me, it's not. It's, it, we've got to thread a fine needle in these days. As we think of loving the sinner, hating the sin, that's that's become more and more difficult in our days. As we think of standing righteously like Lot tried to, when the men of Sodom came and they wanted to engage in their perverted acts with the angels, he urged them not to. He offered solutions, other options, which weren't very good either. He offered those, and and what did they say? Who made you? What did the men of Sodom say? Lot, who made you our judge? What what are you doing judging us? Who do you think you are? And indeed, ultimately, Lot's only solution was he had to be rescued by God. He couldn't negotiate his way out of it. He couldn't talk his way out of it. He couldn't reason his way out of it. It became a need of a God minute, a God miracle to rescue him from that. Remember, God is faithful. He won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. You may have, we may have some tough times. We may have some difficult challenges. We may be stretched to the limit, but it won't be beyond what God will allow a way out. And so we look to Him with greater intensity, greater focus, greater, greater humility, greater need for help. Father in heaven, we bless you today. And we thank you that you are the God who answers prayer. We thank you. You know how to rescue the godly. Hallelujah. We just give you praise. We just want to focus on that this morning, Lord. You know how to rescue us. There is no temptation. There is no situation that is beyond your ability. And Lord, I I just think through history, I know Christians have been persecuted terribly. I know some have gone through incredible uh, they've been burnt at the stake. They've been driven from their lands. They've been, they they've been, uh, the food's been taken. Their possessions have been taken. And yet we know that when that happens, we have a greater inheritance, even a godly one. And to the degree we suffer with you, to that degree we'll be glorified with you. Oh, Father, I pray prepare us to know that our ultimate rescue will be eternal life with you in heaven. Ultimately, Lord, you might the rescue might mean you take us home with you, but you do know how to rescue us, and we thank you how you rescued Noah, that preacher of righteousness. We thank you for how you rescued Lot, the man whose soul was tormented by the perverted acts of those around him. We thank you. You will win. You know how to judge the ungodly. You know how to rescue the righteous, and we praise you. We bless you. Today, Lord, our hope is in you. Our eyes are on you. Our faith is in you. Help us to apply this very message and the hope that comes from it to whatever we face this day. If there's people who are canceling us, people who are hating on us, people who are turning on us, people who are slandering us, people who are doing us evil. Help us, Lord, to have our faith in you and to realize you are our rescuer. For this, we praise you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey folks, thanks for joining me. We're here every day because we believe in the power of the Word of God. We believe God's Word encourages us, it edifies us, it equips us for everything we need. It gives us the wisdom for life. And so, blessings to you. I'm glad you're here. If you're new, welcome. I hope you come back and join us. We're here every morning, 8.30 a.m. live on YouTube, or you can watch later in the day or listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms, listen to the podcast. If you're here regularly, God bless you. So thanks for coming back. I hope you tell your friends, help spread the word, encourage one another. Make a commitment to be here every day. And I promise you come here day by day by day, get in the word of God with us every day. It'll make a difference in your life. It's a small choice. It doesn't take long, 15 minutes. It's a small choice. Build it into your schedule. It'll make a huge difference. Big return on getting into the word of God. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you strengthen you? Why don't you put your hope in him? And remember, he's our rescuer. You'll face no temptation today that he won't provide a way out. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.